Although rare, the occurrence of CIED infection is an important complication which can and must be treated effectively. Infections can occur at any time during the lifetime of the device, even many years after the implantation, and so may be overlooked. Welcome to the CIED Infection Podcast. For device infection, there is no such thing, wait and see. Good morning. Welcome to this podcast around the management of patients with CID infection. Uh, this is Mauro Biffi from Bologna University Hospital, and I'm going to talk about um, CID infections with Professor Karina Blomstrom Lundqvist, who is Chief of Cardiology at the Institution of Medical Science in Orebro University in Sweden. Karina is one of the leading authors of the ERA International Consensus document on CID infections. She will lead us into the understanding of this serious clinical problem. Welcome to the podcast, Karina. Can you help us in unveiling what can be learned today? Oh, thank you, Mauro, for this very nice introduction of this very important subject. Several patients are treated by antibiotics because this is meant to be the cure for an infection. On the contrary, CID infection is best managed by complete device removal. Uh, there are recommendations, not to say guidelines. What do they say, Karina? Yes, they are very clear. There is only one answer, which is early and complete system removal, both for pocket infection and for systemic infection. And this is the class one recommendation in the consensus document. So this is a clear message. In case of doubt, when I see a patient, uh, what should I do to confirm that the CID infection is there? I think it's the best is to refer the patient as soon as possible to an expert center or discuss with an expert colleague of yours. Or if you feel comfortable, you can do the assessment yourself and refer to the guidelines because they describe both the diagnostic and the management of CID infection. Perfect. This is very helpful. Having a process that takes you to the diagnosis is a key step. Uh, what are the exams that I should uh, do to confirm that CID infection is present? It's mandatory to perform a transesophageal echocardiography and at least three blood cultures. These two are mandatory. However, you may recover other uh, investigations such as PET scan, CT, ICE, or SPECT. And without going too much into detail about this investigation, please go to the consensus document and there are many more investigations that may be needed. Another thing and is team approach. Consult uh, an infection specialist and also a thoracic surgeon about the uh, suspected or confirmed infection. Extraction is always mandatory, as I said earlier, for both pocket infection 
and systemic infection. And the only thing that differs between those types of infection is the duration of the antibiotic therapy and the type of antibiotic therapy. And these recommendations are supported by major cardiac societies worldwide. Recently, the American College of Cardiology meeting saw the report of the Duke data. And they showed that only a minority of patients with ICID infections were treated adequately. This is quite striking. What is causing this, in your opinion? Yeah, this is indeed very striking. Well, patient is not aware of the device infection. They may ignore symptoms or may not even be aware of that a certain symptom is associated with a device infection. Physicians are not aware of the adequate treatment of device infections. So these two um, problems, patient unawareness and physician unawareness. Are there barriers for referral of the patient to a center who is capable to perform lead extraction? Yeah, as mentioned in previous podcasts, it may be a real detective work um, to find and to diagnose an infection. Uh, and it's very difficult if you don't uh, exactly know what tools to use. Another barrier may be the difficulty to find a, or identify an access to extraction center. Physician's perception. I find that it's not so infrequent that physicians often give repeated courses of antibiotics and use a wait-and-see approach. For device infection, there is no such thing wait-and-see. Physicians may also have low, low confidence in doing an assessment themselves. We know that from several European surveys. Uh, so it's very important to, to implement the consensus document and acquire more knowledge. This is quite important because I believe that the consensus document fills the gap. That is, we can deliver widespread knowledge and avoid that this um, suboptimal management occurs across Europe as well. Do you think that what is actually uh, happening in Europe is similar to the Duke University data? I would certainly suspect so. Even though there are no such reports in Europe, we know that there definitely is an underreporting of device infection. In our center, we studied this situation in Sweden and we reviewed the infection rates via electronic medical records. And to our surprise, the infection rate was quite high and there was a significant underreporting to the device registry. So if the infections are not reported, it would not be surprising to me that the level of awareness on device infection treatment is comparable to the US data. Okay, got it. This is, this is important. Uh, one, one thing that uh, it, it happens in my practice is that um, the patient is referred late in his clinical history after several courses of antibiotics, as you mentioned, because there is a perception of high risk in the extraction procedure. Is this true? Is really consistently a high risk 
in this procedure. Yeah, your perception is in my experience also, and we have to break this perception. Um, but there is more risk for the patient in waiting than referring early. The risk for um, lead extraction or system uh, uh, device infection uh, extraction is lower if you compare the complication rate for PCI or TAVI. So the complications are lower for lead extraction as compared to these two procedures. This is a very strong message because we normally accept to have a patient undergoing PCIs or TAVI or cardiac surgery without even telling them the risk of mortality using the procedure. So here we are in a lower range and we should be comforted by this data. Uh, can you tell me whether there is any difference in the management of patients who are treated with complete removal versus those patients that are treated without device removal? Yeah, certainly. We know, for, first of all, that the clinical success ranges to about over 95%, up to 97%, with a very low procedure mortality, less than 0.5%, uh, according to um, recent registries. And most important, if you do nothing, the one-year mortality is very high, 30 to 60% mortality, and um, you can also reduce the mortality by referring the patient in time. Early lead extraction is crucial. There are many studies. The crucial time, we have studies um, supporting a three-day waiting time, or, and you should at least not wait longer than 10 days. Thank you very much. This is another important message be timely in your treatment. It's just like as an acute aortic syndrome, we cannot delay treatment longer than 48 hours because the majority of patients may be already dead. So uh, as always, we, we are not forcing generic widespread rush into a procedure, but everything shall be discussed in a multidisciplinary team, as you mentioned, just for being timely in the patient management, and the patient shall be informed himself as well. I dare say that it was a very nice talk with you, because indeed you, you led us through uh, understanding why timely extraction is the optimal treatment in CID infection. Uh, we have learned at least two very important things. One is extraction is the only class one indicator treatment in CID infection. Two, extraction shall be timely. Today I learned a lot and probably the audience will want to know more about the details of the extraction procedure, but this is subject of another podcast that I invite you to listen to or visit the website deviceinfection.com. While thanking Professor Karina blomstrom Lundqvist, I'm wishing you a very nice day. Thank you so much to everyone. Thank you. This series of podcasts is intended to increase awareness of CIED infection and the life-saving treatment of CIED system extraction. This podcast is supported by Philips.